teamwork is bullshit this title is inspired by various books of similar genre seen at the airports they appear to be designed to grab attention hopefully this one does too after two decades of working across seven organizations both indian and multinationals across diverse industries geographies and indirectly familiar with several organizations through my professional network it would be important and incumbent to call out the underbelly of this world teamwork to my mind is the biggest farce invented and it has made a permanent place in management lexicon it is designed to shackle and bring down the competent to the lowest common denominator which is set by the larger teeming mass of incompetence one would invariably find the 80-20 rule permeating here too 20% of the competent workforce carries a burden of 80% of the incompetent workforce organizations have found the perfect cloak to stifle incompetence processes processes are the potent cousin of teamwork they are both designed to shackle ideas and execution one would rarely find managers or even hr asking for the 80% to rise up to the bar the competent have set on the contrary competent will be asked to slow down setting teamwork teamwork well defined can benefit any organization and its end results for instance in football clear roles are defined center forward midfield defense each of these are demarcated in many ways and importantly require specialized skill sets and recruitment is based on these skill sets the key here is to avoid duplication and it is imperative to avoid duplication within the team as well what are the consequences of stifling competence under the garb of teamwork ideas dying a premature death caught up in trying to rally people the same incompetent people who were not equipped to grasp them in the first place and when they do they will typically stall because they did not come up with them these ideas could have helped drive greater revenue higher market share eliminate inefficiencies and at the cost of these premature burial of ideas calculated it would be a telling commentary on the fortunes of any organization who is accountable for sacrificing ideas at the altar of incompetence only because the teeming mass outnumbers competence competent people when repeatedly stifled leave they join competition and competition gains on the same talent who pays for the attrition of the competent it would be pertinent to cite what the former ceo of g jeffrey emeld once said he saw his job as a manager of a stellar football club not only does he have to keep one eye on the game which is a field and deliver results he also has to watch his bench the talent sitting on the bench is equally bright just that the tactical scheme of the day they're not in the field so how does he have a surplus of talent both in the field and on the bench there's force attrition model based on weeding out 10% of the workforce based on incompetence is a secret and the legendary jack welch nailed it when he said the top 10% in g need to be nurtured both in the soul and the wallet how perceptive competence does not thrive on money alone and when they are not nurtured in the soul they leave it is no surprise that ge consistently figures in the top 3 of interbrand rankings year after year the lowest common denominator the lcd as we know it defines the culture of the organization and over time acts as a deterrent to attract competence create recruitment and suspect organizations don't realize this or find it difficult to acknowledge this is a call to arms to weed out incompetence hiding under the fast called teamwork Workstations are almost designed to provide shelter to the to incompetence. Processes end up standardizing incompetence. This underbelly of incompetence chugging along under the euphemistic farce called teamwork needs to be tackled, and it takes courage to do so. Hiring needs to be taken far more seriously. Hiring familiar faces to ensure loyalty at the cost of competence needed to perform and deliver in the role must stop. It is amusing and alarming that loyalty is unstated, but a widely prevalent attribute in corporate lexicon. Loyalty to one's nation, to a cause, is worthy, but loyalty to corporate corridors—the only loyalty should be to one's role and charter, backed by the competence to deliver. A competent manager will look for competence, not loyalty, while an incompetent manager will hold the team together with the glue of loyalty. Subjectivity must be eliminated. 
there are tools available to identify competencies, strengths, and they need to be deployed extensively. Experience of the hiring manager will be valuable to choose from a competency filtering process before a decision is made. The candidate can be screened by people who have no stake in the role to eliminate bias. Some organizers do follow this, but are far and few in between. For instance, a bar raiser at Amazon. A bar raiser is an interviewer at Amazon who is brought into the hiring process to be an objective third party. By bringing in somebody who is not associated with the team, the best long-term hiring decisions are made and they ensure that the company is always serving, surprising and innovating for customers. For key hires, I would go to the extent of recommending shareholders start getting involved in the recruitment process. Why? That is to arrest another familiar term called learning curve. The wheel needs to be taken off this term as well. What is the purpose of hiring experienced people? The purpose is they bring skills and knowledge needed to readily deliver as soon as they hit the ground. Why the learning curve at all? Who pays for this learning curve? Shareholders do. Eventually, it is the shareholders' money being wasted to pay for the learning. To qualify, getting familiar with the organization, its portfolio, is learning. But not understanding of markets, competitors, planning and execution skills for the role hired for. And the senior the hire, the learning curve must be a bare minimum. The corporate world is replete with instances of senior hires conveniently buying time, citing learning curve, which stretches beyond the first three to six months. Competency-based organizational design and staffing should ideally be the only prevalent model. Teamwork is the communism equivalent of the corporate world. Masses reap the benefit of the work of the competent few, legitimized by the sanctity provided by the farcical term called teamwork. As John Gall stated in Ayn Rand's seminal work, The Atlas Shrug, this much is true. The most selfish of all things is the independent mind that recognizes no authority higher than its own and no value higher than its judgment of truth. You are asked to sacrifice your intellectual integrity, your logic, your reason, your standard of truth in favor of becoming a prostitute whose standard is the greatest good for the greatest number. This is a plea and exhortation to the competent. Wherever you are, it is time to shun political niceties that serve the lowest common denominator well and claim your rightful place and demolish the farce called teamwork. This is Solo Aquarian. Please do write to soloaquarian at gmail.com and share your views. Also, do watch out for Incompetence.in, a platform that will be launched in 2021 to drive the rise of competence and change the narrative. Look forward to the brightest minds converging on this platform. Thank you again.